So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. Hey, Gigging Musicians, Jared here. Today, I wanted to talk to you about seriousness. How seriously should you take your music career? And I'm talking slightly as a reaction to a conversation I had yesterday about somebody who wasn't quite taking their music career seriously, or at least in my interpretation. Um, You know, I've come across a lot of musicians who they are very passive about their music careers. They just think like things might happen to them to make their career take off one day and they just are super hopeful. They're not taking any of the actual actions to make it happen. They're not being active participant in it. Instead, they're being very passive, hoping that the albums that they record or um, Just the people, like the groups that they sub in will somehow take off and take them with them to, uh, I guess, glory, fame, and riches. And unfortunately for the 99% of musicians, that will not happen. I mean, think, think of every musician in your city. How many of them are actually making a career out of music without having some sort of side hustle, whether that be, um, you know, a job as working in logistics in Amazon or being a barista at Starbucks or being a doctor and then they play music on the side or even just, you know, they're, they're teaching private lesson students with nothing, nothing wrong with any of those things. That's great. But how seriously are you going to take your music career? Are you relying on a sugar daddy or, you know, somebody else to pay your bills for you so that you can just keep doing music as a sort of hobby that makes some money and, So, you know, when I I went to music school twice, I have two degrees in music. My first one was music education. My second one was a master's in orchestra conducting. And throughout that whole process, I don't know, I, I feel like education has definitely defeated the seriousness in musicians. I mean, they focus so much on music history and performance and all of that without actually giving musicians the skill they need to build a career out of it. They teach you to be in the 99% of people who take auditions or apply for non-music jobs and hope that you you somehow cross the threshold and become part of the 1% of musicians who can make it as a career musician. And, you know, I, I don't know of any single person I went to school with for either of my degrees, who are making it as a career performer. Actually, I do know one. He's on. Um, he's a Las Vegas musician. He plays with, I believe it's Stomp. Um, but then come to think of it, he actually wasn't a music major. I knew of him in the marching band drumline. So there's one, or actually zero case studies of, of professional musicians. Uh, thinking again about that again, there is one, um, my buddy Keaton, he is a tr- touring trumpet player professionally for Broadway tours. So he managed to rise above the 99% and make a career out of, out of music. But most musicians don't take their music careers seriously, and it's seriously harming them. You know, you spent thousands of dollars uh, over your lifetime 
taking music lessons, renting your first instrument, upgrading to an intermediate instrument, taking more lessons, applying to go to band festivals and um, making, I don't know, recording albums. And then eventually some, some people went to music school and got degrees, spending you know, tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to become a career musician. And what, like, how insane is it that they beat your drive out of you? They make it so that you don't care about your music career and just hope that you, you've you got the skills to cross the threshold from the 99% to the 1%. Um, and I say this with empathy and understanding because I went through this process too. And for sure, I, I definitely felt that way. Like when I was in grad school, trying to be a professional orchestra conductor, in addition to taking auditions, was I like creating opportunities for myself, like partially, but I did take non-music side hustles to make ends meet. I wasn't actively pursuing a music career. I was a house manager at the Milwaukee Repertory Theater. Great job, but honestly, I wasn't improving my music skills during it. I wasn't even improving my reputation in my city as a musician. I also uh, moonlit as a bar trivia host, which was really fun. I got a lot of free food and drink, and it felt like I was gigging, but was I actually pursuing my music career during that? Heck no. I mean... I mean, maybe I learned how to DJ a little bit from that and how to use a microphone, but it's just such a shame because I wasn't taking my music career seriously until I started my own string quartet. And honestly, like it was beating, um, it was beating the music out of me. It was beating the music career drive out of me. We all have the ability to be drivers in our lives. You know, either you're a driver or you're a passenger. And in most situations, people are more comfortable being passengers, letting other people drive things forward to them. And in most traditional career paths, that is okay. Like if you think about, um, I don't know, let's take public school teaching. If you want to get a job as a public school teacher, which is great, I had that position once too, you don't have to be a driver in that process. You don't have to create your own opportunity. You have to find opportunities that were already created. You have to find open positions online or through some sort of uh, people telling you about a new band director job at so-and-so high school through the grapevine. You're not creating that band director job. It was already created for you. You just need to be the passenger who comes along for the ride, applies for it, and then gets it. That applies to so many other career fields too, like software development. You know, we're looking for a junior software developer. You don't have to create the software company. You just have to be a passenger and come along for the ride as other people create those opportunities. That's totally fine, but music is different. Um, You know, being a passenger in a symphony orchestra, meaning to be a musician in a symphony orchestra, Most musicians who apply for that job, even to be a passenger, don't get it. It's insane. There's one job in, you know, a symphony orchestra that's open. It's not like, you know, there's a school district in every state or in every county. There are plenty of those jobs open. But to be a performing musician, there are not plenty of jobs. Think about the number of original musicians that actually launch an album and then you know, get on Billboard's top 100 or even whatever. Like, 
to make a living off of your album. That requires some insane talent and also insane marketing genius to get that album out there. And quite frankly, most musicians either don't have the skill because they were never taught it or they don't have the the drive. They, They don't want to do that work. They want somebody else to do that. And when it comes to performing live, that's it's the same thing. Like if you don't have the drive to make it happen, well then you'll get a couple of gigs every every so often, but you're not going to make a career out of that. You're going to have to rely on somebody else to provide for you, either provide money for you like your spouse or pr- somebody else to provide a job for you working for a, a major corporation so you can keep doing music as a as a side hustle. Oh, I hate that. Music as a side hustle. That doesn't work for me. Um, so what can we do or what are the stakes? What's at risk here? Like if we're just all a bunch of 99 percenters who are not treating our music career seriously, are not the drivers in our own professional gigging world, a couple things happen from a, from a personal standpoint. One is that you are going to lose your skill and passion for music, or you might increase passion, but you'll lose your skill because you're not using it. You're not applying it. But then the second thing that happens is that locally, it is, um, it's going to drive down the value of music in your city. Like if you're just treating this as a side hobby, then when a gig comes along, you're honestly more likely to take it for a lower pay rate because, oh, I don't get to play out much. This is a cool opportunity. I'll do it for 20 bucks and a couple beers. So you're, locally, you're driving down the value of live music in your city. Scale that to nationally and even internationally. What are we doing to music? We're driving down the value of live music across the world because so many people are treating it as a hobby, not taking it seriously, that then the public no longer wants to pay a living wage to artists. And um, that's why certain art forms are dying. I mean, I hate to say that, and I I don't want to let that happen, but... Quite frankly, systemically, we are not doing our part in keeping these art forms alive by taking what we do seriously and pursuing it actively. So I would hate to see the death of live music. In fact, maybe this podcast episode should be called The Death of Live Music. Uh, That's a good one. And I believe that we have the power within us to not let it die to take our gigging careers seriously because we are morally obligated to do that, to save our art form, to save the livelihoods of our friends, our other musicians, our family members, people we went to school with. We have an obligation to do that. And so that's why I am so passionate about helping musicians treat their music careers as businesses, specifically online businesses, because so much business is done online these days, even music that we can do this. You just have to take the right steps. So if you feel passionate about this, just like I do, because clearly I'm very passionate about this, leave me a comment, subscribe to this podcast, uh, join me for my masterclass on how musicians can become the top gigging musicians in their city by treating it as an online gigging business. That is at booklivepro.com masterclass. Engage with me on Facebook. Engage in a dialogue And then some other things that you can do is start treating your own music careers as businesses or, in addition to that, start professing, you know, teaching others. If you know that a friend is accepting gigs for 20 bucks and a couple of beers, let them know, hey, man, like, I get why you did that, but just so you know, 
what that does is it drives down the value of my future gigs and other musicians around my city too. So please set limits, have some respect for yourself and your art, and just everybody needs to do their part to treat what they do seriously because that is how we get music back into the forefront of people's lives. Rebuild our arts is a very challenging 2020. We need to rebuild and we need to do it from a place of value. So don't undervalue yourself. Don't be content and satisfied with being the 99% who don't make it as career musicians. Do everything you possibly can and overcome this barrier. Overcome this really, really big challenge. It is a challenge. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, There is so much that has beaten us down over the years of people telling us you'll never make it, you're not good enough, you don't know the right people. And you know what I have to say to them? Screw them. They don't know anything. They don't know what you and I know. They don't have the motivation, the passion, the drive, and they don't have the tools and the training that I offer in my masterclass and through some of the other Book Live Pro programs that we have. So take action in your life. Take action to save live music here and around the world. And I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, Please give it a like, comment, share, do what you can, and let's get live music back into the forefront of society. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you liked this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.